Paul Wilson. I'm Chris Emke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Today we are recording from the seats of our 2017 uh, Power Stroke shop truck here. Now we've had the truck on the show before. We've done a ride along just talking about Ford and Ford tuning and stuff like that. But Paul, we wanted to get this truck out on the road because over at Calibrated Power, we have a newly released product that uh, I feel like is starting to gain some legs. So we wanted to get some in-cab shots and kind of a overview or review of our new to the market Stealth 67 G2 turbocharger for the 15 plus 67 Power Stroke. Man, this, is, this has been a turbo that's actually been in R&D on and off for a long time. Um, it's something they worked on, God, way back in the day. Yep. When they, I think originally were looking at, at doing like the 11 to 14 upgrades. Right. Um, as they, they drill further and further into the R&D process, they found out actually what we have and what we've designed is a perfect drop-in for your 15 to 19s. Uh, so we, we wanna come out with a turbo that's gonna be really quick to spool up, have awesome drivability, and of course, the biggest piece here is still have plenty of top-end performance. I think, you know, from our early years of R&D, because we've been playing around with these since about 16, 17, investigating these turbos, and it's not that we abandoned the project, but we did kind of put it to the wayside. We had some other projects that we were working on, and in the time of those projects, a lot of technology did advance. That's right. And we were able to kind of recircle back into this project and say, okay, how could we be better than we were before and still maintain what we consider to be the main benefits of the Stealth-esque lineup, like you mentioned, drivability, spool up, that 100% clean, simple install. And we've, we've been getting some traction on some of the earlier stuff. So like our six liter 67 G2 turbos, yep. those have been coming a lot more popular. Guys are you know really happy with what those turbochargers offer from a simple stock bolt-on truck all the way up to the higher, higher modified trucks. So this is a really nice transition into that product catalog. That's right, that's right. Now this truck itself actually went to King of the Streets uh, last year out 21. in Ohio. Yep. Or, yeah, yeah, last yep. year uh, out in Ohio. Uh, it kicked ass, granted it only competed against one other truck but i think <laughs> what what was what was really important to understand out of that competition that included dirt drags drag racing sled pulling driving on the street dyno run i think that's it i think that was all of yep. the the segments of their competition um is that it really proved that it is a great all-around turbo especially considering we drove the truck out there we didn't trailer it in we actually hooked up an enclosed trailer uh our big uh enclosed trailer you guys may have saw out at ucc and nick drove it with his son uh from illinois to ohio so a good eight nine hour drive with it uh he got back said it tows great i unhooked it from the trailer i competed with it i hooked it back up to a trailer and i drove it home and that's not something that we always get out of uh, larger drop-in turbo. Sometimes yeah. when you get into a larger drop-in turbo, you can have issues with building EGTs and, and not really being able to maintain that low speed, high load performance. Um, this one handled it great. It kind of seemed to be that perfect transition of it It performed well in all the places a stock turbo performs well, which stock turbos usually perform pretty well in high load, low speed. Right. Um, but it did better than stock yeah. in that situation. And then of course, up top, like we said, it was capable. I mean, the dyno out there gave us a, a, a really big number. I believe the number we're advertising with this is capable of up to 700 horsepower if you're in a highly modified truck. What I think is really unique about this specific truck and this specific setup is, this is not only just a run of the mill truck with run of the mill upgrades, 
but it packs a really hardcore punch in the sense of in the era, in the world where we are talking about what can or cannot be modified, here is a truck that is street legal, okay, that does make really good turnkey power. And we were able to show and prove that running the truck through its paces at the King of the Streets and showing the versatility of the truck in the truck setup. You know, aside from the 67 Stealth Turbo, we have a 10 millimeter CP4 pump from Extra Performance, of course, tuning from Calibrated Power, Home Duramax Tuner, S&B intake, and a couple other little bolt-on goodies. And uh, I'll tell you what, Paul, like, you know, for a truck that makes almost 700 horsepower, um, it's quiet, right? Like, uh, you know, it's emissions on truck, so you still get that nice refinement in the way the truck feels. No drone, no crazy loud rattles, sounds, anything like that. I can hear the tires more than yeah. the exhaust or the engine. But when sure. you do get on it, like just coming from that turn and you tow into the throttle, the truck's there. It's responsive. There's no lag. There's no delay. There's no popping. There's no banging. There's no raw. Oh, there's nothing. <laughs> it just goes. Um, so it's really cool to see, you know, you. you a lot of times guys come from the older trucks into the newer trucks and they learn to like the quietness. Yeah. But they just don't like the delayed pedal or they don't like the lack of power that their old truck once had. And this really just brings it all together. Yeah, I, I mean, I've always said I'm a huge fan of regular cabs. Like, like they feel lighter, they feel quicker. They are lighter. They generally are a little bit quicker. Um, but what's nice about this one is is that versatility, yeah. right? Is like you can still hook up and tow with it. Uh, we, we got the WC Fab traction bars on here, so we're not getting any axle wrap uh, when we're hooked up to a trailer, high load scenarios. Uh, you, you have the easy link tuning with the emissions equipped tuning on it. So like Chris said, that's gonna make it snappier. That's gonna make it more responsive. Now, sometimes what we've seen is uh, there are turbo options out there. Like if you were to throw an S400 on it and delete it, um, even with the best tuning out there, you're gonna be, you're gonna have a real laggy pig. You just are. Uh, you know, it's gonna be doggy underneath, and then all that power is gonna come up, come up at once. That's fun to drive when you're a kid. One of the things that I find are really unique is, like you mentioned, Paul. You know, S400. You know, the truck is really delayed, and then it comes on really hard. There's a lot of drop-in turbochargers that you do lose a little bit of low-end response depending on the size of the turbo. Where I think a lot of the common misperception comes in is you can assume that a 64 millimeter turbo spools faster than a 66 or a 67. So, you know, it's that common, it's the proper balance, I think is what you really want to get at. And that's really where our 67 G2 line really shines. That's it. Is we want to be able to get a turbocharger that's going to perform to the best of its ability, make all this great power, but we don't want to sacrifice that low end response. We want to be able to tow with the truck. We want the turbo to be literally as versatile as possible. And, and I think matching is, is the perfect phrase there Chris yeah. I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that because one of the things that our R&D department has really excelled at with the 67 G2 line and especially on this power stroke turbo is that they've matched the compressor wheel and the map of the compressor wheel to the performance and the abilities of the turbine wheel and and that's where we're gonna get that that quick that lightning yep. quick spool response. up that's where we're gonna get the responsiveness and that's also that's gonna like you kind of think of a turbine wheel as like the engine that drives your turbo exactly is that as the exhaust energy passes over that turbine the the shape of the fins the size of the wheel the the thickness of the blade all these things play into a factor to the turbo and to the sound yeah. uh, which was something that I thought was pretty interesting I never realized how much of the sound from a turbo actually comes from the turbine side exactly uh, I think a lot of us just always expected like you had mentioned bigger compressor wheel more sound more bigger compressor wheel more power yep. uh, that's not 
That's not entirely true. No. <laughs> what I think you find a lot of is guys will put, like you said, the bigger compressor and not necessarily pay too much attention to the turbine. And you don't have those two wheels in sync and working correctly. So you'll get that turbine in the motion. But given that RPM where the turbine spinning is happy, the compressor wheel isn't necessarily as happy. So it. it's all about balance at the end of the day. You know, and I think talking into the new era of trucks, I mean, granted, this truck is now five years old, but it's still such a new truck. It's the newest technology really on the market. Um, it's just crazy to see, you know, thinking back five, eight years ago, and when we were getting into some of the earlier RPOs, talking about 64 drop-ins and how well they, they actually drove to now, we're getting 67s and the bigger style chargers to do that exact same type of um, driving characteristics with, with less modifications. That's right, that's right. Uh, you know, and I do love that, that we had kind of touched on this earlier about how simple the build list for this was, what the recipe was to have an awesome daily driver that was capable of sled pulling, drag racing, and doing everything else. Oh, you're good, buddy. Um, you know, we, we want something that, that we can use at every event. We'll go a different way than you, Haywagon. Speaking of power strokes out in the wild. Good thing living in the sticks, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, we wanted something that, that hey, you could throw your kid in the passenger seat, you could go to go to dinner in it, uh, yep. and then you also could take it out to a competition and have some fun with it. Yep. Uh, Chris, I think what we're gonna do is up at this next stop sign, we'll switch seats, we'll let you yep. kind of test some of the, the peak performance of this turbo yep. out in the real world if you're into it. But I like what you did there though, Paul is you had me test the performance of it. That way, if it breaks, be like, hey man, it wasn't me. Oh yeah, no, for it sure. It wasn't me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, we know the rules. Um, listen, I've, I've had my chance to get out and play in this truck and lay into the throttle and, and see how it responds. That I know it. exactly what I'm gonna expect out of it. Uh, Chris, I think you've gotten a chance to drive this thing out I've in the real the world thing. and have a little bit of fun with it. I've driven the thing a few times. Um, stock turbo, they were playing around with some of the tuning. I have some experience in the Fords in general, um, some of the newer stuff that we do in R&D over at the shop and whatnot, and uh, i got to tell you, man, this thing clips. It, it, I think I, I spent a lot of my early time around diesel performance hating on Fords, yeah. uh, and for some well-deserved reasons, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, six liters and six fours, pretty problematic uh, flaws in their general design. Now, I've also met guys like J.D. Khaleesi who know how to build a 6.4 to be right. an absolute fucking monster. Yeah. Uh, and we've met 6.0-liter guys like back in the day when Charlie Keeter was messing yep. with them about, again, how to build a true competition truck with yep. a 6.0-liter. It's entirely possible. We believe in that. Yep. What we've always had a problem with is kind of where our niche at like Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power is, which is dealing with like daily driven all near stock trucks guys who are just looking for that performance bump as opposed to guys who are looking to build an all-out monster Those are two very very different situations um and what we're seeing now is we're seeing that in these these late model six seven power strokes that there is a ton of potential to have a truly reliable very fun to use very fun to drive daily driver scenario no. it's one of those things where again it goes back to technology you know technology advancing you know it was a, a natural transition for us to get into these trucks just because of the similarities and some of the other things that we had practiced in the past sure and there's no secret when it comes to the fuel system stuff in some of the earlier trucks those are probably in the earlier Fords I should say those aren't really things that we had a ton of experience in right? yeah so it was easy to throw shade <laughs> you know but uh you know, uh, it, it's really, really hard to beat the, the Ford's potential power from the factory. 
not to mention when you uh, spice things up a little bit. I mean, just tow in. I'm, I'm 40%, 35% throttle, just towing into the throttle, and we got up to 65, 70 in a hurry, just, you know? It's like that. Very effortless. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know, good, good calibration support, good proper match to components. Um, and, you know, when you throw a bigger turbocharger on there, right, those things are that much more important. Well, yeah, and, and I think that was one of the other parts that came into this design was uh, while we do a lot of tuning, we know that, that there are a handful of guys out there who secretly uh, maybe don't have the same equipment underneath the truck that we are used to right. dealing with, right? So we needed something that we knew was easy to tune because we can't yeah. provide tunes for deleted trucks. Um, and, and we don't necessarily want to be in the game to just spend all of our time telling other tuners what to do. We no. kind of respect other tuners, allow them to tune their own way, but we've all dealt with that turbo that you go to do an upgrade and then all of a sudden you have to go through 40 or 50 revisions yeah. with your tuner to, to really dial in that turbo and get the most out of that turbo. And that's yeah. a pain in the ass. Uh, oh, it is. It's, it's not fun. It is right? also one of those things, I think it's a true testament of the product when you can get the truck, like we were at King of the Streets last year, the truck did back up a power number on a respectable dyno in the industry. It was able to prove itself under the course of a few events, and it was able to drive there and back. A lot of naysayers say that that's not possible when you have a truck with emissions. Right. So if we were able to do that within an emissions on truck, and let's say you have modifications that we don't necessarily agree to, well, it's gonna work in that application. That's it, so. that's it, and, and it's easy to tune. Yeah. You know, your, your everyday, um, tuner who provides that style of tuning, uh, they should not have a problem dialing in this turbo. This isn't going to be something that's wildly complicated for them to get the best results out of. Should be a pretty quick revision if any is needed at all. Uh, you should just be able to go. Yep. And, and that's, I think when I think about upgrading my turbo, that's what I want. Oh, I, I mean, we realize because we've worked around this industry, that's not always what you're going to get. Uh, <laughs> but, well, I mean, but that's what that's what we want. We want to be able to bolt on a new upgraded part and it immediately worked. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where the drop-in stuff is really taking the world by fire, right? Like, there's this ability to drop the turbo in. Let's say you need a turbocharger, right? Let's, let's talk about a couple different customer personas. Sure. I'm a guy, I have a 17 Ford, my factory turbo failed and I need a replacement. I don't really care about power, but if I can get a little bit more airflow, a little bit better efficiency, cool, but I'm not chasing a power number. Well, a drop-in turbo, something like this, would work because it's gonna work with what you currently have in the truck. That's right. It wouldn't warrant a retune. It wouldn't warrant any updates that are needed. Now, let's say you're that guy where, hey, my truck's got 20,000 miles. This one's got 33,000. Hey, I have a 33,000 mile truck and I just want power. Yeah. I just want more. Well, then that's gonna warrant a retune, of course. You know, you do the turbo, you're gonna need some tuning to turn up the fuel and to spice things up. Maybe some other supporting mods are gonna be needed, like, you know, an injector pump or a lift pump or whatever that case may be. You know, so the versatility is such a big attribute when it comes to some of these parts, because some of these parts will work on a lot of different applications. And this is one of those parts, being right. the turbo. That's right. Yeah, um, turbos currently are on the shelf, ready to ship, which I know is something that's harder and harder to say here in the year 2022. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is a part that, you know, you can order today, it could ship tomorrow, and you could be installing it over the weekend. The install on these, it's not, that's it's not terrible. an entry level. It's not as simple as doing an oil change. We'll no. be honest with you about that. But if you've ever swapped a turbo, you could do this one. Right. That, that is probably the, the safest thing that I could say about it. <laughs> um, 
the 15 to 17s are a little bit different. 15, 16, uh, 15 16s are a little bit different than the 17 to 19 models. That's okay. We have two separate SKUs. The 15 16s come with a pedestal uh, that you'll need to be able to mount this onto your charger with, yeah. or mount this onto your engine with no other uh, install parts needed. So everything else is going to be fairly stock. I think there's maybe a coolant line that comes in the package right. as well. Uh, but it's all very, very simple stuff. Very easy to use. Very easy to understand. Um, yeah, this is... This has been one of the home runs that I really, I really think back. Uh, Chris, you and I have been around the company for almost a decade. Yeah. Uh, we've seen all of the turbo launches, I think, uh, between us. Uh, yes. We've been here for every every one of them. Uh, we know that sometimes turbos come out and, and we know, hey, that early model might get some revisions down the road. It might get some updates as we go along and that that's fine. Uh, this is one of those that I think I feel really confident that people are going to put it on their truck and we're going to get nothing but positive feedback. And that's what we've seen early on is the guys who have jumped on this, some of the dealers who have helped us with some of the testing and things like that for real world application. Uh, all of the feedback has been about, wow, I can't believe how easy this was to upgrade my turbo the because I, I just yeah. bolted my turbo on and then I went and I drove my truck and everything was great. And that's that's just that's a big swing in the right direction absolutely absolutely yeah no i mean we're really pumped you know i i this was a smart move i feel to get a nice in-cab driving shot of the turbocharger we've been waiting for this one for a long time it's something that we take a lot of pride in over at calibrated um you know as we're getting into more turbo development and things like that and uh, i gotta tell you guys you know if anyone has a six seven power stroke and you're in the market for a charger and you have questions give a call over to the shop 815-568-7920 uh, any of the guys over there including myself would be more than happy to help um, but like paul said we have them readily available and we're really excited to see uh, what the future brings on this platform thank you so much for joining us today my name is paul wilson and i'm chris emke thanks for joining us Hey guys, I'm Jeremy Garnett. I'm here to do the SuperTech segment of the Decent Performance Podcast. Today we're gonna be talking about this uh, 2018 L5P behind me. Uh, this big monstrosity of a truck that I'm gonna be working on. So let's dig into it. So the customer drove this truck in from California. He brought it to us cause he obviously had put this big huge lift in it and he wants a little bit more power behind it. So we are going to be installing one of our Stealth Turbos. We're gonna do a Stealth 64 on it, and then we're also gonna do a new set of up pipes on it to give them a little bit more airflow. Uh, while I have it apart, I'm gonna be doing, taking the pedestal apart, and I'm gonna actually be grinding out the pedestal to match the gasket for the turbo. So it actually won't have no deadhead or and it'll have a little bit more airflow. And then I'm actually gonna match the gaskets on the up pipes as well. Some of the reasons why this guy wants to upgrade his turbo is you can see how big the truck is. He's running, you know, big 40 inch tires on it. Uh, he does live over in the mountains area of California. So he just wants to have a little bit more air to push this truck through, up through the mountains and stuff like that. And then also we're gonna be doing the up pipes so we can keep his EGTs down a little bit. So his EGTs are getting a little bit high when he tows his camper, um, especially having big 40 inch tires and then a big camper on it. Um, with the turbo that we're gonna put on it, um, it won't be so big, so it won't be surge prone. So you'll get drivability. With the up pipes, he'll be able to EGT control on it to be able to push this truck up through the mountains a little bit. The difference between this truck here and then most L5Ps um, that come in is it's obviously 10, 12 inches higher than normal. As you can see, my head is 
at the hood level of this truck. So a little bit harder to work on because it is so high, um, but it is a fully emissions quip truck. So I still have all the challenges of the emission system, EGR, all that stuff. And then anybody that has been reading blogs or watching anything to do with L5Ps, the uppipe bolts are prone to breaking on this truck. So that's another challenge that we had to overcome. Uh, so I had to, I had two broken bolts in the pedestal and I had one broken bolt in the manifold. Luckily enough, I was able to get the bolt out of the manifold where I wasn't having to replace the manifold like I have on other trucks. So those are some of the challenges and things on this truck that I overcame. So tools on this truck um, is, you need a really good swivel socket, like quarter inch stuff, quarter inch swivel socket, quarter inch tools are your best friend on this tool, or on this tool, this job, because of how tight the coolant drain and the coolant feed are to the side of the turbo where you can't get in in there without anything but a quarter inch. Um, pro tip is, is take your time because the valleys on these trucks are deep. If things drop, they're almost like, it's like a black hole. So take your time and the job will actually go through pretty easy. Um, and then anti-seize. Make sure you use anti-seize when you put things together, especially on the bolts for the turbo. So take your time and anti-seize is your best friend on this job. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. Make sure to like and subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon.